0: you do go zero to a hundred fast well, when it's not necessary sometimes. That's being a star sign. you can not use you don't a, horoscope. In a horoscope. You can't use a horoscope as an excuse. Yeah, you excuse. can. You can. What,
1: yeah, but behavior? I'm an Aries,
0: so I shot it in the I face, i saw a quote I'm the other Aries, day and it was so... like, women
1: need to stop using um, horoscopes for their bad behavior. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true. It's like, She's sorry screamed. Yeah. I did that is because I'm a I'm an Aries. Like, you're like, come on. Baby. You literally so do that dick.
0: daily. You do that daily. She pops off, screams at someone, and then goes, oh my God, I'm such Mary's, aren't I? And I'm like, you can't say that. You literally told them to go f themselves to slam the door on when in their face. Your
1: cycle is okay, Jesus. Shh, don't tell mum. <laughs>
0: Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome to, to Shh, don't, don't tell, tell mum. My name's Barney, and I'm Jamie, and this is the eighth most listened to parenting podcast in. Or Romania. Romanians out there. Do you think that's because
1: our neighbour is Romanian?
0: Our neighbour is Hungarian, babe. Not Romanian. No. So hey. yeah, moving on. Um, <laughs> Today's an nice, interesting one. A nice little, you know. Uh, Salt Bay moment of racism. But yeah, let's go. (laughs) Okay,
1: fab. Today, we are starting with 20 questions to ask your husband before you tie the knot. So you are in the hot seat today, Mr. Barney Banks. How do you feel about that?
0: How would you ask your husband something before you tie the knot? So would it not be your boyfriend before you tie the knot?
1: Yeah, husband-to-be
0: to to tie the knot. Ah, are we getting married? No. Sounds fun.
1: But you're going to propose, I thought.
0: Well, who told you that?
1: I thought you said that it's going to be the plan. You asked me about the ring. Did I? Yeah.
0: No, I didn't. You did,
1: through my friends. <laughs> through your friends? Yeah. No, I didn't. <gasps>
0: who told you that then?
1: Um, all of them.
0: All of them? Like, like everyone? Everyone's like, been talking about it.
1: Going, if you had the ring… Okay, you were in the hot seat right now, so lean
0: back. <laughs> okay. Okay? Well, I, okay, so this is 20 questions to ask your husband-to-be. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. This is things that you really should know before you actually tie the knot. Damn. So. Okay. Sorry, I'm picking my nose. I've got an itchy schnoz. Hold so, on. So, ah, first one, very important.
0: How much money do you owe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I but think you
0: really should answer that. <laughs> I think, it, truthfully, I think that I did owe. £26,000 to Range Rover until a couple of days ago. We got rid of it. Woo! We got rid of it. But
1: then you still get your d- student… Um, I have a student loan. That is not a question, by I, the way. I have a st- oh, it's not. It's okay. not. <laughs> not how no, much no, debt are
0: you in? No, okay. I didn't
1: want to put that on the pod. These are going to be fun. They're going to be tongue-in-cheek. Um... But it's good because if you guys, you know, jot them down, if you have one that you want to answer your, ask your partner before you decide to go that extra bit further with them. I mean, I feel like these are quite good questions.
0: So the first one, number go one. On. All right, we're going straight in. We are. What's your most... Im- Embarrassing moment. Okay. So I used to model. I don't know if you could tell. Um, really budget shit, by the way. So it's quite funny. It's not going to be like, oh, I was doing a Dolce and Cabana campaign. Weren't
1: you the person was, that <laughs> were like, in ASOS, they don't show your face? Yeah, so you get I, a used to, I was the
0: leg model at ASOS for four years, by the way. So chances are, if you bought a pair of shorts or a pair of jeans, they were my legs. You bought them
1: first. Yeah, me. but they, um, but it's, it's, <laughs> I or got paid they call really well to do that, though. Rec.
0: Unrec, Unrecognisable modelling is what it's called. <laughs> I, was so also the hand, I was also the hand in the S.O. Uh, oil thing. Just, just up oil going to turn up at our house.
1: And that's your embarrassing moment. That's probably, that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> like, you're
0: an ASOS model? Oh my God, yeah, but it's just my legs.
1: Imagine if you did like a condom. Ma- that was my dick in the that's condom. That's my dick. Mad.
0: Well, funnily enough, you say this. So my embarrassing <laughs> moment is... Goes, these 20 questions. So as a... Dancer as well. They'd often use dancers as models for, for shows, for like runway shows or whatever, because you can move better or whatever. You have more of an understanding of things like choreography. So for me, I did, used to do the shows in Canary Wharf. You came to one once. Yeah. Um, so in Canary Wharf, we do these shows and we'd also put dance numbers in the show. So... The problem with these shows is that there'd be such a quick turnaround time in the changing room before our next number that we'd time it to a T, where you'd have to run off stage, really quickly get changed, but you would have a dresser with you who would help you get dressed so that you could do it super quick. And I remember going, right, when I come off stage, I'll unbutton my trousers. You just get your hands, get your fingers in like the belt holes, and pull my trousers down and I'll pull my top off. And then I'll do the top, you do the bottoms and I'll step into them and, you know. This is how quickly we had to get changed. It was like 30 seconds. And then you'd be back out on the runway and do your next thing. So uh, during an actual show, one of the days, I run backstage, take my top off, and she goes to pull my trousers down and my pants come down with. (gasps) You've never told me that. And so my knob was just in her face. Because she was on her knees, like, pulling my trousers down, so my dick was just in her face. She was like, oh, my God. And I like, pulled my pants off and was like, okay, let's just pretend that didn't happen. That was a pretty embarrassing moment. This is a, a room full of, like, of, like assistants and, and Ooh, dancers and everything. She might be walking around right now saying, dick I wonder.
1: She was like, don't go to that barney. That's He's the got first, dick.
0: first thing your brain went to is, yeah. does his dick smell? Yeah.
1: That must mean you think my dick smells. Definitely does smell. Oh my (laughs) God. bitch. bitch. (gasps) Oh my God. Imagine. That was the first thing you thought. I did did actually date a guy once. With a smelly dick. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't do that. No. Thanks
0: for the visual. Yeah. Okay.
1: Horrendous. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Next question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Which celebrity would leave you starstruck in real
0: life? Oh man. Like it could be a Plethora of no. people. No, what? Starstruck? Yeah. Starstruck. Yeah. Like, like literally. If I can't can't talk. bumped into Ryan Reynolds, I'd be like, I did get starstruck once when I was at the box in Soho, Schnazzy Club. Loads of people get naked. It's pretty crazy. Um if you've been, talk then you know nakedness. what I'm talking about. Should I know you really have
1: an OnlyFans. A lot of
0: nudity. Um So, and I bumped into a guy as I was walking. The box gets very packed very quickly. It's like a small theater. And as I'm walking through the crowd, I knock shoulders with someone. And like your immediate response is like, oh, sorry, mate. Like, because you just bump into them. So we both bump shoulders and we both turn at the same time to kind of say, oh, sorry. And it was Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) and he was like, no worries. And he walked off and I was like, oh my God. And I like, internally had a bit of a meltdown so that was cool that's had a bit of a but then um, who
1: would actually be like your most starstruck do you think most
0: i think at this point because obviously it changes every year of like who you idolize or who you look up to and who's changed your life depending on what they've done uh for me i would say oh god um really starstruck i don't know like in terms of like the gravitas around him like Dwayne Johnson or Joe Rogan mm. or something like that. Joe Rogan would be a quite cool one because I'm really into comedy and I like podcasting and he's yeah. kind of led the way for that. So
1: yeah, definitely. Cool. He's always been like on top.
0: Kind of controversial topic of people like really, there's a thing going around saying like, it's a if you go on a first date with a guy, you should ask them if they listen to Joe Rogan's podcast and if they say yes, stop dating them. <laughs>
1: Well, we went on an NCT course and we met everybody because obviously it was lockdown. So we actually didn't meet anybody until we were just about to have the baby when lockdown opened up. We went to Starbucks with like a big group of us. And Barney has one conversation with one guy and he says, oh, I like Joe Rogan. And the guy literally was like, what's fucking wrong with you? He was furious. He got really in his face. There's something
0: about like COVID because you know, there's this whole misinformation yeah. thing going around about COVID and Joe Rogan was saying you should do this or this is all bullshit and stuff. And this guy had worked with, his clients, who had been seriously affected by long COVID, and so he was really anti Joe And honestly, I think I just said something. we were talking about podcasting, and I said, "Oh, I listen to Joe podcast if he has a good guest on. Because yeah. he he releases like four a week or something, Not so much. I don't have time to listen to all and of them. But like if he has three like three
1: hours, long. yeah, they're no, really
0: long. If he has like an Elon Musk on, or if he has like an actor that I really like, I'll listen to it. But don't listen to all of them. Yeah. He often has really good comedians on though. That's why I listen to it because I love, love his, his group of comedians are like some of the ones that I listen to the most. <laughs> Tom Segura, Your Mum's House, probably the best podcast out there. That is actually and so funny
1: because the other day I've always not liked listening she to it. She
0: shits on the fact that I listen to Your Mum's House because she doesn't like Christina P's voice. If Christina P ever sees this, I'm really sorry. I love you. She's uh, married to Tom Segura. And she goes to me, I saw this really hilarious stand-up comic the other day, one of his clips pop up, and it was fucking Tom Segura. And he was like, what? What? It's like, you shit on me for watching or listening to Tom Segura's podcast, and you just saw a clip of him and said he's really funny. So he that, you know, what? that that,
1: that does bring us to our third question, Barney Banks. Ooh. You've got 20 to do. So, what is your guilty ple- pleasure? Is it comedy? It's your guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we did a... Uh I did a film degree at university. And when we first went to our well, we went to our first ever um seminar, there was like a group of 20 people and we sat in a circle and the guy did an icebreaker by saying, What is your guilty pleasure movie?
1: Oh. And so well, everyone I, went this around in a the circle.
0: So one of my guilty pleasures is probably like rom coms.
1: What? What? <laughs> Shut up! As if To last night I was like, let's watch the crown. He was like that's I don't not a rom-com. Crown, that is a biopic is.
0: about the fucking royal family. It's brilliant. And I just don't really care. It's
1: a rom-com. No, it's fair. Where's
0: the comedy in The Crown, actually? <laughs> no. A rom-com is like a Ryan Reynolds movie or like, you know. And so my guilty pleasure in this film Okay, scenario, let's just I go said, get
1: married then for fuck's sake. Because uh, that's very good answer. Right, number four. What do uh, you think no, is more… The Notebook
0: was probably my guilty pleasure. <gasps> it's a great film. We you know. Watch that together. I know. It's a good film. That's though. bad. But my guilty so pleasure good. generally is, I don't know if it's, I don't know, guilty pleasure? You're, so, what do I feel guilty about? so weird, weird you
1: say that because she. Um,
0: Pornography. Rachel what?
1: Rachel McAdams was actually one of my favorite actresses growing up because I love the fact that she McAdams, could play a mean yeah. girl, but then she could also play notebook. Really good. The notebook.
0: Yeah, I mean, that um, yeah, was good.
1: She's brilliant. She acts brilliant. And I remember saying that when I was doing my dissertation. Um, in LA and we said oh what's who's your favourite actress like, it was like an icebreaker again it was that kind of question so number four what do you think is more important in a relationship emotional connection or physical emotional emotional 100%. 100% really a rela- like
0: a long lasting relationship you need a good emotional yeah, connection because if it's just physical what are well, you just going to bump uglies every day and then not talk let's to each other let's get
1: physical physical right number five bring your yeah. phone up Mr Banks have you got your phone get my phone yeah, yeah. sure what was the last thing you searched
0: for on Google <laughs> do you want to know <laughs> the tube map because <laughs> I was trying to figure out where the Elizabeth line went to see if it goes to Battersea, where we're doing a podcast you're lucky okay you're lucky like, one before then then one before that is oh oh uh, my protein nootropics <laughs> for uh, brain activity but aren't you sponsored by Huel? <laughs> No, I'm not. I do like one piece of content for them. That's, no, I'm looking, I was looking at my protein because um, uh, cognitive uh, illnesses run in the family. So I was thinking, why don't I get some like I've got nootropics that, like, at home you Yeah, you've use. got Lion's Mane mushroom thing No, I know. No, I've also powder. got
1: nootropics pills from um, oh. Gabby from not my protein. It's a PhD.
0: Pretty huge dick. Yeah, basically.
1: Nice. Um... Do you believe that every person has one soulmate? No, I don't either. No, because I feel like it's all dependent on your location. But you're just going to be like, "Oh, mine lives in Kenya." Yeah, that's my soulmate. That's my soulmate. I
0: feel like you. There is like a much deeper emotional connection that you can have with someone. But I feel like I also feel like as a person, and you love this in a horoscope kind of way. As a as a Gemini, we're like very adaptable people. I feel like I adapt with to A certain degree, the partner that I'm with, are you kind of like you mold each other mm. to, to fit your best bit. I definitely more bits. funnier
1: and you've got more you've, emotional.
0: I've probably, yeah, become more um, like either emotionally available or become more like uh, physical P- like, PDA. Yeah. But like,
1: but, but, but What's I haven't. PDA again? I think PDA.
0: Public displays PDA. of, PDA. of PDA. affection. There you go. But
1: yeah, you, I've, I haven't seen you, that with you. You've cried so much this year.
0: Because I'm a dad now. I think? think when you become a dad, yeah. you become way more emotional about shit. So, like every film I watch that has a touching moment right. between a dad and a son. I've
1: never seen you I cry this much. crying
0: my eyes out. Yeah,
1: you really and do. I'm cry not afraid. Whereas I hadn't seen minute. you cry for like the first four years of our relationship before we had a kid.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not a crier, but now I am. Yeah. It's weird. Literally, someone could be like, I love you, son, in a movie. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, ugly cry, like, snort, huh? the whole nine yards. <laughs>
1: Uh, what were we watching no, joking, the other day? I think that. it was like an advert. It was like 30 seconds and we were like...
0: <gasps> <laughs> that Disney one, the old Disney Christmas advert with the Mickey Mouse. Oh my God, you were in floods of tears that time. Which one? The Mickey Mouse Disney one when she gets the Mickey Mouse Yeah, because it's exactly like my It's literally like that's what Jamie did when she was little. Number
1: seven is what's one fact no one else knows about
0: you? Oh God. That's a lot. <laughs> everyone knows that because you bloody tell everyone. <laughs> Oh, that's really hard because it's like uh, me and you are pretty open books. Like, to be honest, I don't really have. What do people not know about me? I guess guess this audience, like the people that listen to or, or watch this podcast might not know that I'm like a massive, like avid gamer. Like, because we don't really talk a huge amount about it, and I, I work mm. in the esports industry, so I work as a host in gaming tournaments mm. for they half know. of my career. we have
1: done a lot of stuff about you going. Fine away then, gaming. I'll say something else. Uh,
0: I used I represented England when I was fifteen in triple jump. There you go. Did you it, even know? I that? didn't know no. that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did the national championships for triple jump when I was fourteen. Is and that I, like
1: jumping three times on the spot? Yeah,
0: not on the spot. No. A, guy called, a famous guy called Jonathan Edwards set the world record a long time ago and, and he held it for such a long time and he was British, so that was a big thing. But um I did the national championships and I won when I was like 14. So this is like super young. And then when I was 15, represented England. So is it and like, got absolutely a fucking spanked. I came like eighth or something. Is it out with of a stick
1: where you jump with the stick?
0: That's pole vault. Oh. Yeah. So triple jump is you run, you hop, you skip, and you jump. So it's hop on one foot, then transfer to the other foot and jump off that foot. So it's mm. jump, jump, jump. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. When I think for context, if anyone actually knows anything about triple jump, when I was 14 years old, I could jump about 12 and a half meters. Oh my God. Which was, that's averaging four and a bit meters per jump. And that was, yeah. And I think the national championship record was like 14 metres. So it was like a metre and a half off, which is quite a lot, to be honest.
1: So, who's…
0: Everyone's turned off the podcast at this point. <laughs> like, this guy's fucking talking about triple jump. What an idiot. Yeah, I
1: think we cut that bit. That's oh, a bit fuck long. you.
0: That's part of my life. Can you leave it in? Number eight. Who's
1: <laughs> your favourite person in your life?
0: Rocket. Sorry, mate. Easy. You, don't, you didn't cut the mustard. I
1: don't, I don't care. He's mine as well. Number nine. Yeah, do Rocket, you think you. men and women can ever just be friends?
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's just like, there, there is this, I saw a podcast the other day of people like talking about this and about like being able to text people from the opposite sex. <gasps> and it's well, like, and, and this, and this guy, this guy was like, it's so different girls texting guys versus guys texting girls. Because he said his point of view on this whole thing was about the fact that men don't have as many options sexually So men talking to girls doesn't always mean that there's a sexual thing connected, but for girls, because they have all these girls have a lot more options sexually. So when a girl chooses to message a guy, they're inviting that sexual advancement. And I'm like, that is a really fucking insecure guy saying that. So I honestly think that, what was the question again? Can you have a friend who's a girl? Do you think
1: men and women can just be friends? Yeah, I
0: feel like for me personally as well, like I work with a lot of, Women, So it's difficult to be like, sorry, I can't be friends with you because I have I'm girlfriend. a man. Or yeah, because I'm a missus. I'm a or DJ like...
1: and I work with Exactly You work every... nightlife.
0: So le- everyone's a guy. So everyone's a go- <laughs> I feel like if there's a difference, if I was like noticing you texting someone all day and I was like, who is it? And you were like, oh, it's a guy. I might start to feel a bit insecure about that. And, like or, or fully transparent. I probably would eventually be like, why is she texting him all day? But- If it was like, oh, it's like a work thing and then whatever, it doesn't bother me. And even if it is a mate, like, oh, let's meet up and let's grab dinner with you and Barney or something. If someone was asking you out for coffee and I didn't know them Mm. and it was a guy and it wasn't like a group thing, like me and you, let's have coffee and it's a guy. Mm. Maybe like, but I trust you to tell me and be like, this guy keeps asking me for coffee. I do as well. We talk talk about everything. So there's no spontaneity in this relationship. So we're both robots.
1: So number ten. Yeah. What is your relationship deal breaker? Mm. Deal breaker.
0: I feel like a massive thing for me is sense of humour. I feel like you've developed a better sense of humour. Oh,
1: right no, up.
0: like because honestly, if I. So you didn't like my humour? It's first. because like you're not really into things like stand-up comedy no, and like, silly like comedy. The, I like Rick and Morty. It's like the and stupid like stuff guy. that you
1: look at. Like the be, doofus comedy, yeah. she calls it.
0: But I think if you can learn to like it a little bit, like I love sharing comedy with people. And so I like, am
1: getting better at it. I am sharing yeah. things now with so
0: you. even like you love certain comedians that I really enjoy and I've introduced you to them and you're like, they're actually really funny. That warms me so much inside Mm. when you're like, I saw this comedy clip the other day, you got to see it and it's funny. That I'm like, yes. So I think if someone doesn't really have the same sense of humor as me, that's a deal breaker. But I think with you, you're open to new things. So that's cool.
1: And what's the craziest thing you've ever gotten the ick from?
0: Craziest thing. Yeah.
1: What's the craziest thing
0: you've ever someone, got? Someone don't name and shame because you know who this is, but like someone snot rocketing in my shower. Yeah,
1: I thought you were gonna say that. Yeah, your some mom's girl as
0: well. like was yeah, staying at my mum's. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, and she like blew her nose in my shower, and we were the shower was near the living room, and we all heard it, and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> That gave me the like, ick. She a might bit. have not
1: been in the shower. She might have no, been No, like, it was like her in eyes. the sh-
0: I could tell it was in the shower. It's just like snotted in the shower.
1: <laughs> and that's giving you the <sighs> ick.
0: Yeah, it gave me the ick. And I was, I'm really sorry, but that's just giving me the ick. Or there was one other person whose house smelt like wet dog. And I was like, "How do you not smell that? Your house stinks!" Like, like that Ross episode. I told episode her twice as like well. That Ro- that a Ross house stank, and she was like, "No, it doesn't." And I was like, "I'm not lying. I'm here, and so it smells like wet dog." It literally in here. is
1: like the Ross episode when it's like yeah, a mess
0: when her house is and a then mess. She's and like, she tells him, how his house smells funny."
1: Yeah, and then and then he's like, "You have a rat," and she's like, "Oh my god, sausage!" Or yeah, something.
0: <laughs> sausage.
1: <laughs> I'm so bad at remembering. Like, he goes, "Oh my god, quotations. why does
0: she think your house smells like?" And he's like, "I don't." don't know soap <laughs> <laughs> friends is great oh my god number right.
1: 12 i haven't been able to watch it since charlie died oh god anyway oh number 12 is there anything you wish you could change about yourself
0: i wish i could get over things quicker sometimes things really linger in my mind of like whether it's an argument or a comment someone has said or whatever not like a comment on social media like someone Something someone has actually said You're to me. You're good at
1: social media, actually. Like, not even I'm engaging. happy
0: to ignore comments. Doesn't really faze me. But I do engage with people that write positive comments. Because, you know, promote positivity and just neglect negativity. There's no point. Um, but yeah, I feel like when someone says something or if I get in an argument with someone, I tend to overthink it. I wish I could get over things quicker and just not be bothered by it. You know, if I start to think about, like, something negative between either me and my friends or... Like a comment someone has said or an argument that I've had that can really eat away at me for a long time. Mm. I wish I wasn't like that. But I mean, hey, like everyone has
1: And that's why I'm quite mechanisms. At like trying to knock that away you're from
0: so, you. You explode. You go zero to a thousand. You scream at someone, but then you're over it in five minutes. Yeah. And I kind of wish I was more like that.
1: Is there anything you wish you could change about me?
0: You explode really <laughs> quickly. <laughs> And you scream at people. But you also love like it. I you need to simmer down a little bit sometimes. No, I'm jealous of you being able to get over things, but you do go zero to a hundred fast when married. it's not necessary sometimes. That's being a star sign. You can't use a horoscope. You can't use a horoscope as an excuse. Yeah, you excuse. can.
1: You can. What, for yeah, but behavior. I'm an Aries,
0: so I shot him in the I face, i saw a but quote I'm the other Aries, day and it was so... like, women
1: need to stop using um, horoscopes for their bad behavior. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true. It's like, She's screaming. sorry yeah. I did that is because I'm I'm an Aries. Like like. you're Come on,
0: babe. you literally do that dick. daily. You do that daily. She pops off, screams at someone, and then goes, Oh my god, I'm such an Aries, aren't I? And I'm like, you can't say that. You literally told them to go F themselves slam the door on in when their face.
1: Your cycle is okay? Jesus. You know, it's the other day I was so stressed at work. DJing like one minute, I'm on stage. Next minute, I'm not on stage. Next minute. And then I'm like, oh my God. And I go on my aura thing. I get a notification and it's like, really stressed. <laughs> really. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm showing my agent be like, look, this is what you made me. And then they they burst out laughing. And she was like, oh my God, my one thinks I'm running right now. <laughs> her your ring is so literally fast. like,
0: you are on your period. Dot, <laughs> 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 dot, dot.
1: You are really stressed. Oh dear. And um, so number 14. Oh, we're nearly there. We're getting through this. Okay, what do you think your best attribute as a boyfriend is?
0: Ooh. He's getting
1: a bit more emotional now. I'm head, she- I'm head chef. Best, at, that is your best. Um, Yeah, I do. I'd say that. Yeah, You're like, very I, good at I, I look eggs. after,
0: I like looking after people. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a good host or, you know, I feel like that's a good... Your love language
1: is acts of service, I think, now. I think
0: it's partly that, yeah. I think quality time and acts of service are probably... Yeah, I enjoy doing things that will, like, bring a positive note to your day.
1: Actually, do you think, if you are listening to this podcast and you are in a... Long relationships, strong relationship is very, very, very good to know what your love language is. And often the person whose love language like mine is words of affirmation. I'm very good at giving people words of affirmation, but I like receiving that. It's normally what you are good at doing is what your acts of service is. Well, at what service, your love, your language, love is. language is. So
0: if you, if you compliment people a lot or you like, you know, giving people positive words the typical like reflection of that is that you like receiving words of affirmation as well.
1: And so I think yours is acts of service because like when I do the laundry and I fold it nicely, you're like, oh my God, thank you for doing that. Whereas for me, you've got to think of it in a way of if you...
0: (laughs) But when I get the laundry out and I fold it, you go, you've done that wrong. (laughs) I'm like
1: spend an hour doing yeah, the washing. But you could feel the most unloved in the world if somebody hasn't gone you, you you look beautiful because that's their love, but they could have cooked you dinner um and got you flowers. Got you flowers but you'd Be feel the most unloved one. in the world because they didn't say you looked beautiful. So it's just kind of like learning what your love language is, it really strengthens the relationship. do you agree?
0: You look wonderful today by the way the tartan skirt with the with the Christmas jumper is doing lots for me right now. <laughs>
1: Okay, thanks. Do you have any fantasies about what you're looking for in a marriage and in your partnership?
0: I think just like being like really close friends, also with your partner, is such a massive like benefit. But when you have to you be have
1: careful it. because sometimes you lose love. You become best, you best become, friends pals
0: and you don't become and you don't and yeah. don't
1: continue. And I think for me. dating I think physical touch is such an important part of being in a relationship as long as being friends but also still wanting to crave each other because you don't want to fall into the friends rut.
0: I thought um, I was being asked questions. Yeah. um, Turns out you're the one answering most of them.
1: (laughs) Number 16.
0: <laughs> Wait, I didn't even answer that
1: fucking question.
0: <laughs> Wait, what it was what's your ideal marriage look Do like? Do
1: you have any fantasies about what you're looking for in a marriage and in your Yeah,
0: I think my what I fantasize about probably is just like being a really strong unit and then also like going on dates. So I was <laughs> people are laughing at me. What the fuck? What? What have I done? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I've what? set one of them off now and they're all going off what? I don't even know what I said what? being a strong unit did you? what the fuck? no being <laughs> what? being henge? shut the fuck up well uh, he's lost it he's gone um, so yeah being like a strong family unit uh, and still going on dates still uh, being a unit and uh, and you <laughs> he's gone he's so gone um, yeah
1: so you fancy people that are strong units, yeah? <laughs> <laughs>
0: With a strong number unit.
1: sixteen. What's your expectations of having babies again?
0: Yeah, see, this is a hard one because we've speak, spoken a little bit, spoken about this a few times now, um, and it's like, do you want another kid? And it, it's the weird it's realization we're at that of
1: two-year thing. We're right? at the
0: tough part of he, his transition into being proper toddler, and all the extra time, energy emotional stra- emotional strain It's all being pulled at constantly because he craves attention all the time. Yeah. And it's really hard to think about adding another child into the mix and then absorbing even more. I, I worry when- about having a young, a really like, you know, an infant now and t- Rocket wanting all the attention. And then you're trying to also mm. look after an infant that can't do anything. But you and- get used to it
1: with the pregnancy as well. I think your body... Yeah, I feel like
0: you just crack on and you just do it. And I feel like if you overthink it, you're not gonna do it. So
1: it's like somebody told us that time, like just have the baby because it's never a right time.
0: Yeah, and like there's never a right time to have your first kid either. So when you're thinking about having the second kid, I feel like the same principle is applied. Like you just have it, crack on, and then I say it. And then Uh, by the
1: time you have your third, they're old enough when the kids- To look after each other. Yeah, to look after each other. Third is the best, apparently, having three. Because the
0: six-year-old looks after the infant. (laughs) There you go. Feed your kid. Like a doll. Feed your brother. Fucking hell, I can't. Yeah.
1: 17. How are we going to stay connected while maintaining independence? That's a weird one. How are we going to stay connected while maintaining independence?
0: Why would we be having to maintain independence? Are you breaking up with me?
1: I don't know. Well, when you get married, how are we going to stay connected while maintaining independence?
0: The more I feel like the other way around is true. If you're married, how are you going to stay an independent person while you're married? How are you going to have like your own life as well as having a life as a duo? will change once we're
1: married. I just think our taxes will be less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you have this warped sense of what that goes on with taxes when you get married. I just, I don't know. I she have thinks no that suddenly idea. you don't pay the government anything when you get married. It's like, let's get married, because no, then we I can think, have more money. No,
1: you can offset more, I think, when you're married. Why? I don't know. In you what scenario?
0: <laughs> you
1: just can. And apparently they People know say-
0: taxes. Let us know. If you got married and suddenly your taxes are way less, please let us know. Yeah, because
1: we'll do it tomorrow. I'll literally
0: get married tomorrow. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, number 18. What's something about me that concerns you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> How much time do you have? Uh, things that concern me about you. Um, huh. I feel like sometimes you think that we should just like give up when we have an argument and I'm like, you'll be, it's, it's the Aries in you, by the way, just sort of go okay. back to horoscopes. You feel, you go to a, a hundred when we have a disagreement or an argument about something and you're like, we should just break up then just break up then? Let's just break up then. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I literally just said, I don't like oat milk anymore. and I don't want to have hazelnut milk. <laughs> and you're like, well, we're obviously not working then, are we? So let's just break up. And I'm like, wow, okay. So that happens. So that, I, I think you need to, to work dive. on your, your emotions. Shoes,
1: your shoes on the floor. I was like, just put them on the shoe oh rack. Oh my God. Why are but... they sat next to the shoe rack and not on the shoe rack? Anyway, we won't go into that because I got slated on social media saying there's more problems in the world, Jamie, than the issues. Oh that my human- God.
0: That, by the way, that is a freaking turn off on social media right now. You post anything, anything, and by the way, not poo-pooing anything, but I literally put a video up of me feeding my son and people go, yeah, but what about Israel and Palestine? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I wasn't referencing that in the video. I'm just- Feeding my child. I'm, I'm here for entertainment. I'm not here for politics. And it, it's just anything you post yeah. is like- yeah, but what about Hamas? I'm like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay.
1: Number 19.
0: Yeah, number 19.
1: What has been your what's biggest about trauma? His no, sorry. <laughs> no, what, is, what has been your biggest trauma? That has been his biggest trauma. Yeah,
0: that was quite a bad one. Um, what's life? been my biggest trauma? Yeah, Jesus, life. that could be a really deep question. Um, I had this weird, I don't know if like this puts me on the spectrum a little bit, by the way. Oh, but when I was when I was like 10 or 11, I would never know if someone was like actually my friend or if it was like- you think that's a trauma? I don't know if it is, but like I've always had this weird inability to be able to tell if someone actually likes me. So, and I don't know if it's an, it's like a people pleaser side I think it's just because you talk me. too much. That's one thing. But you know, when I was, when I was, you're like shitting on me opening up, by the way. <laughs> like, when I was like 10 or 11, I would like- have oh, friends or something. And I would like take them to one side sometimes and be like, are we actually friends? Because I wouldn't oh. know if we were actually friends. And by the way, that quite clearly like pushed people away. <laughs> when you ask them if you're actually friends, they're like, what are you talking about? So, and that that's carried through into like my adult life of me not actually knowing if people are friends with me or if it's just that you're in the same scenario or you're in the same job and you just mm-hmm. kind of have to get on with people and you're not... Genuinely friends with someone. Mm. I feel like I've got better at it as I got older, but yeah, I struggled with that a lot when I was young. Maybe that's think, been that's followed on to adulthood. I, th- I as well. think
1: also when you enter a new realm in our careers, which we are doing at the moment, you meet new people and you go, "Oh, are people just friends with me because I have a following ship?" That that's kind another of thing. element
0: for sure. That like in the world or in the career choice that we're in, or you know, that yeah, of, uh, that does play a factor in things, which is so weird. That can't help, like but- f- like. And you to, think that's to put your... it in inadverted commas fame, which is not really what we're experiencing. But you know what? Yet, I think
1: but, I think that if yeah. that's your trauma, that's really
0: Yeah, mate. I trauma. didn't I had a pretty sheltered life growing up, so it's fine.
1: I was gonna say maybe I just didn't your parents know if my friends separating. Or my friends. Huh? Maybe it was your parents separating that was a trauma. But we'll talk about that on another episode. I mean,
0: not really. No. Okay. I was ready for that to happen. No, number two, <laughs> Are you
1: ready for the last question? Yeah. Do you want to get married? <laughs>
0: I don't know, I guess we'll find out. Oh for <laughs> sake. Well, guys. Tune in next week to find out. No, I'm joking. Um 20 yeah. 20 questions we'll to ask out.
1: before you tie
0: the knot. Yeah. Are we gonna tie the knot?
1: Do you think dun, they were dun, good? Dun, Twenty dun, dun, questions?
0: Dun. Yeah, some better than others. Oh. But you know, it's cool. I've got some questions for you for our next episode. <gasps> Spoiler alert.
1: Oh, yeah. hello. Jamie's in the hot seat now.
0: Yeah. Are we gonna but do I'm a not- Shush don't tell mum or not? Do I need do to? Do you want
1: to do a shish kebab? Do tell you, me? you
0: want to do one to spice do you things like, up? Tell
1: everyone when and you're going to propose. Because it's the tie the knot episode.
0: No, it's not the tie the knot episode. It is. No one gets to know this. Oh, this is closed book. The amount of message I got on
1: my birthday when we were on the hot air balloon, and people were
0: like, oh this, is oh. "This is uh. it. This is it. This
1: is it." But then this we were. Is it. But people thought, right, we were in a hot air balloon because the social media makes it look like we had the hot air balloon alone. to us. We were sandwiched between 50 other people. Mate, on there this hot so air balloon. many people in
0: this hot air and balloon. And then
1: you go. Yeah, if he did it here, I wouldn't say yes. Yeah,
0: mate, we paid <laughs> Just, like, it was like 200 quid a head. Per person. They must make so Clean much money, money doing that. Oh my God. There was like, a, there were probably 20 people on that. But you're risking your life every time. Actually, are we- 20 this? times 200. Yeah, bro, that's like four grand they make We did
1: st- We did the stats though, didn't we? Before um, After we'd had the hot air balloon, because I didn't want to do them before. And actually, hot air balloons are really safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, really there's like safe. basically never any crashes unless there's like some freak gust of wind. There's like never really crashes in the higher balloons. Mad. The and guy they- was super switched on as well. Our like Sweet. pilot was, he was so clued in with that. Well, I'm glad and, he was, but...
1: Yeah. It's freaking amazing. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching the podcast. You're all really legends. Pre- we really appreciate you coming back every single week and watching it.
0: Um, or listening to it. If you're, if you're on Spotify, you're listening to it. But if you want to watch the podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube, which is The Banks's. The Banks with an apostrophe after the S. Thanks. Thank you so much. And also, thank you for sharing, giving it a five-star review on whatever platform you watch or listen it on. Um, really appreciate it. Love you loads. And Remember, love you. Shh, High five. Love I you, Jumper. And yeah, don't tell mum. Shh, don't tell mom.